record recording in three two one what <laughs> i hate myself what the fuck is up you guys hey guys welcome back to the no bs podcast with luis and daniela daniela what's up it's february 15th the day after valentine's day how was your valentine's day <laughs> let's just put that out there how was my valentine's day my mommy made me be that's how my valentine's day love is. Okay, that my that's... Valentine. <laughs> i <laughs> i ordered my parents breakfast from ihop because you know they're my valentine's they're my best friends but my dad paid for it i used his card (laughs) so technically they bought themselves so does that really count as a valentine's day gift (laughs) it does because i cleaned up after them i served them their coffee okay i buttered their pancakes okay bitch so it does count how was your week how was your valentine's day if you say so um my valentine's day you know what it consisted (laughs) of it consisted of homework you know i talk about this every week I'm in school. Homework is homework. That shit's got to get done. Um, my professors don't give a fuck whether it's Valentine's <laughs> Day, President's Day, as it is today. They don't give a fuck. They just want to make sure that we're doing our homework. So I was doing that. Um, speaking of school, I don't know if you guys saw this or not, but apparently we were trending. Hashtag Cal State LA was trending over the weekend because, because of a lovely girl named Jocelyn. Um, for her um, protection, we're not going to go ahead and say her last name, but to break this down, some girl Jocelyn decided that it was morally wrong for her to be a part of a group. You know, those group me, those forums that, you know, students have to <laughs> communicate, as they say, aka to cheat. So this girl Jocelyn, I guess it was becoming too much for her. So in one of her discussions, um, as you guys know, school is set up virtually online. So a lot of the classes consist of discussions. In this discussion group, she just she had had enough. So she was like, I need to confess. She wrote this like one mm-hmm. page essay, basically calling everyone out. And she was, I'll just read a little bit about it, but it goes, the past year has been very difficult for everyone, oh not God. just for this class, but for many others. Group accounts were created as a place where students could offer each other support and have a direct line of communication. However, this was abused. And she goes on to say, yeah, like people are cheating and this, <laughs> this isn't fair for the professor who takes time to create quizzes and tests and, and homework assignments. And people on Twitter were not having it like, they were roasting this girl they were like as soon as i as soon as we go back to campus school like i'm gonna find jocelyn i'm gonna beat that bitch's ass and i'm not condoning violence this is not what this podcast is about but i don't know like i was taking it back like you guys really cheat i mean let's be honest i i'm not saying i'm holier than thou in high school yes when we were taking tests and quizzes in government and what his name was like going outside or in the back of the room i was like danielle give me your paper and you know, we're just trying to pass and graduate high school. So that's a different story. But now in college, like I've, I've never cheated. Like, I don't know. I keep to myself and True. I, just, I study on my own time. I've never really been a part of a group like those group me accounts and shit. Like, bitch, I'm going to study. I'm going to do what I got to do. Mm-hmm. And I've done great so far. So I don't know. What, do, what are your thoughts on this whole situation and this poor girl, Jocelyn, who's being exposed? Well... <laughs> Well, good thing you're not part of those groups because then you're going to have Jocelyn ratting you out. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Yikes. Well, she might come for me now that I'm talking think, about her. Oh, She's going to be like, who the fuck is that kid? Honestly. But I'm not saying nothing bad. I'm going to find I mean, him when school's back on campus. I'm just saying We're not, what the Jocelyn, facts we're just are. Facts. <laughs> exactly. um, honestly, like, just like you, I've never been part of, like, accounts like that. But, I mean, I did have a group chat. I told you this, but I did have a group chat with kids are my screenwriting class and it's like how can you really cheat in a screenwriting class like 
what what do you really do but okay I mean I'm not saying I would cheat but it's like sometimes if a class is hard I'm not saying I'm not sharing I'm sharing answers because you know there's those professors who are gonna like switch up the questions on you so knowing that your dumbasses are gonna fucking cheat so it's like when people would ask me I hate to say it like people are gonna be like wow you were one of those people but I'd be like oh I didn't get that question or I didn't really understand like I'm the type (laughs) I'm the type to be like like I'll tell you everything and then at the end I'll be like but I don't really know I don't I don't really like do you get me like like, I don't I don't want to make it I wouldn't I wouldn't follow what I'm doing it's just you can do it just figure it out (laughs) Because then I don't want anybody to put the blame on me. Like, oh, I failed because of this dumb bitch. No, bitch, you failed because you can study, okay? At least I tried my best. You're not trying your best. You're trying to cop out and get the answers from me and other dumbass. So really, like, you deserve to fail then. Yeah, it's a whole it's a whole bunch of nonsense. But at the end of her little letter, <laughs> she writes, nonetheless, I would like to apologize for I know that not speaking up is still wrong. And it is certainly not fair to you, the professor, for putting in the hard work. So she's oh doubling down and hopefully yeah. Jocelyn is not found on campus. Hopefully people don't <laughs> find this girl because I mean, I know people are just like making memes and like trying to be funny and stuff, but yeah, you don't know what the fuck people are capable of. People are, people have issues. True. Well, did she, sorry, I have a question. Did she name names or did she just say people in this class? No, she just specifically said like in this class, which apparently is a oh criminal justice class. And that's the fucking irony of it. People were like this bitch. <laughs> Is trying to get some hands-on training. She's using her fucking <laughs> criminal justice skills to fucking track us all down. Like, what is this? But um, prayers. Oh gosh, that sounds horrible. But like, Jocelyn, I wish you the best of luck in your life and in your school career. Exactly. Um, I don't know. People well, are crazy. Wish you the best of luck. So our next story is a little bit of an update. Um, as you guys know, we have talked about Gorilla Glue Girl, or her actual name is Tessica Brown. As we saw, I think it was yesterday or today. I'm not sure. Um, an article came mm-hmm. out saying that she's back to normal. Her hair is fine. She's not, you know, nothing bad happened. She had surgery, <laughs> I believe. She She's back to normal, yeah. basically. Um, I, I feel bad because I was talking shit. I was like, this girl's an idiot. Why would you put glue in your hair, blah, blah, blah. And I mean, she's safe now, so it's all, <laughs> it's all good. But um, she actually put together a GoFundMe so that she could get money to afford the surgery and the hospital bills and whatnot. And She's taking so she made about twenty four thousand. She's taking twenty thousand from that money and she's donating it to a restore foundation. This foundation is from the guy Michael o- Obangs, which is basically a reconstructive surgery nonprofit foundation. So wow, like she took a negative and she created a positive. Like she's, yes, I mean, good twenty thousand dollars. That's not like that's not that's not a penny. That's a good amount of money. Yeah. Give me twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> Donate to my foundation. <laughs> I think, I mean, yeah, we did. We did talk shit on her. Not even talk shit. We were just, we were not mean. We were like, girl, why'd you put Gorilla Glue yeah, in your hair? Yeah, we were questioning more true. than anything. Because that's true. Why did you put glue in your hair? I'm not saying there's people who got famous off of more, like, the dumbest things. So it's like, okay, girl, get your coin. I did hear that the doctor flew her out for free, like to perform the surgery for free too. So that's good too. I know people were like annoyed about that, but it was like, okay, like, so what? She put Gorilla Glue in her hair. Um, homegirl from Dr. Phil, I saw a tweet about like how, what's her name? Bad Barbie or something. Like she's famous. <laughs> and I was just like, and she's famous for going off on Dr. Phil. The so bad baby girl. Gr- uh, yeah, the bad, or bad Barbie, bad baby. Yeah. Catch, catch me outside girl. 
Oh my god, now she's gonna want to catch me outside because <laughs> I do not say her name correctly. She's like, get my name so right, bitch. I... <laughs> like that girl is something else. She's that's another whole episode, but and at least on. at least Tessica's doing something with the money that she's given. And I think that's good that she's keeping oh my gosh, I'm like pointing it out. I'm calling her out. That's good that she's keeping the four thousand for herself or whatever she's gonna do, because maybe she was going through some stuff. Um that she needs to pay off maybe so that's good i would keep some for myself too invest honey so (laughs) (laughs) exactly love that for her so i guess in the end something positive came out of this whole nonsense and this whole mess but um moving on to bigger (laughs) messes tiktok you guys know how much i love the world that is tiktok um it's funny because every time we talk about tiktok there's something at the back of my mind something back of my head being like what if you just shut the fuck up and join it like i have the app i have a I have an account, you but, I, but I don't, I'm not on it. Like I don't watch things. I only have it because my siblings and the group chat stay sending shit. And I'm like, I guess I'll watch Stays, it. Yes. But um, <laughs> So yeah, I'm like, maybe I should just like join it. Should I just hop on and dance and be obnoxious on there? Because that's what it consists of. Yes. And you should post those videos that you already have on Instagram of you recreating. Dances um, and stuff dance dances and i think the what the tyra banks scene the tyra banks uh iconic moment <laughs> yes so <sighs> i think you should definitely already upload those i mean all my tiktok consists of is a fucking tiktok of my dog and um me fucking thirsting over criminal minds and gray's anatomy like bitch you're good like yeah, you're we gonna love get that we love that which if you're not following <laughs> daniela on instagram make sure you go follow her because she's she stays giving her commentary on um Grey's Anatomy and I don't watch that show but if you guys are interested in that show go make sure to follow her but um on to the main topic at hand TikTok this girl Sienna Gomez you guys might know who she is I of course don't know who she is apparently she's being accused of glorifying eating disorders so this girl came out with merch and it's like your typical basic uh tracksuit or whatever it's some sweater and sweats and across them is written (laughs) did you eat today now fans were not happy to say the least with her because they they didn't think it was a good idea for her to be i mean they said it best glorifying eating disorders like i don't know like this is what i mean but like i don't know how old she is i don't know yeah. what goes on through people's head i know i can say ignorant things i could be problematic at times but this is where i like to tell people <laughs> you should probably think before you speak because is that supposed to be quirky is that supposed to be funny is that supposed to be like iconic i don't get it what what is this girl what is this girl thinking um and you said that this recently happened or has she already come out with something like like oh I didn't mean to or something you know with their little notes app apologies and shit I mean <laughs> or has she not because I don't know who this girl say. is I'm gonna go ahead and do this live a little quick research and uh find this bitch's account Sienna Gomez she's not even verified okay. I don't know who this girl is she's not popping up so clearly <laughs> she's irrelevant let me see She's not popping. Oh gosh. Well, because I was gonna say she could um like I'm not trying to defend her, but it's like okay. okay. So I found a video. Could she twist this? Let me yeah. let me quickly play this video. This is her response to everyone talking shit about her. We're not talking shit, like basically oh holding her accountable her for her actions. Yes. Exactly. So let's go ahead and listen yes. to what she has to say. I've heard the messages from many of you, and I'm deeply sorry for any offense caused. I'm young and I'm still navigating the world and this industry and obviously I will not always get it right the first time. I care deeply about inclusivity and I strive to lead by example. That means listening. 
With that said, I have heard you and I have removed the merch. I will still be donating all of the proceeds of this line to Teen Line, um, which is a place that many teens can reach out for help. I care about you and thank you for speaking up. Be nice to someone today. We're all struggling with something. Hey, guys. I already know what you're going to say. We love when people <laughs> use the excuse of, I'm young. I'm young. Am I too old for that? Because exactly. if that's what it takes for people to accept your apology and your what you're spewing at people, then I'm going to start using it. I'm going to be like, hey, guys, exactly. sorry for being ignorant. It's just that I'm young and I'm still, you know, trying to get through this world. Like, that's not OK. <laughs> this is what I've learned from seeing so many people apologize exactly. in this world, specifically um, celebrities and um, people of that realm, yeah. is that as long as you say I'm still learning or as long as you say mm-hmm. it's just it doesn't make sense to me I don't know what did you think of her apology exactly I'm still learning but you know maybe in two months I'll come out with something else insensitive and then exactly. I'm gonna say it again I'm still learning I think oh my gosh it did sound like she, it was like cut together like as if she was like pausing and then recording again pausing and then recording again so it was like obviously she was reading it from a script which is absolutely I always recommend reading from a fucking script when you're doing an apology because then you're going to sound fucking stupid when you're just like, yeah, so I'm sorry you felt that way. But so like you always have to fucking write that out. Absolutely. Good. Good for her. But I think her apology went bad where it was like, she's like, oh, you know, I'm young and I'm still like, again, I'm young and I'm still learning. Honey, at some point that excuse is tired out the door because yes maybe I don't know I'm just gonna guess her age I'm gonna guess she's like from 16 to 18 so yes I completely understand she may not have all the knowledge in the world but it's like open up your Twitter your Twitter app and you'll see that there's so much shit going on in the world I'm not saying that people are sensitive because I fucking hate okay see so she's 16 she's old enough to know like open up her Twitter account open up her TikTok account and know that there's certain subjects that you need to approach correctly. And if you're going to be putting merch out, you need to research. You need to make sure that you're doing the best that you can to make sure that your merch is not offensive or hitting a touchy subject. Because I don't know, that whole, did you eat today? Like, why would you put that? Like, what in, in what world is that okay to put that on something like, yeah, which just, just causes like, me to think like, is that an ongoing get, thing? Like, like is, that, is that a theme of hers? Is that a joke of hers? Is that like something like a catchphrase? I don't know. Um, The last thing I did want exactly. to say on that was we're all going to make mistakes and we all need to like learn from them and grow exactly. from them and just do better. But what I've learned, what I meant to say earlier was when you're giving an apology, you never make an excuse mm-hmm. while you're apologizing. And I feel like that's what she did by saying, well, I'm so young. Exactly. Well, I'm so, it's like, that's what she did. Just say, a, like, mm-hmm. to break it down, you need to talk about what was wrong, why it was wrong, and what you're going to do to solve it. Not nah. Exactly. Because in the end, it's like, you're apologizing. Exactly. Nobody cares how you feel because you're the one who did wrong. So fix your shit, yes. get it together, and move on. Yes. Moving on to the last thing I want to talk about um, as far as my stories go is david dobrik i know you guys listening uh. i know you guys listening like him i see your tweets y'all fucking stand this guy <laughs> apparently he's getting some blowback because a video of his is resurfacing where he is confronted by trisha paytas which i already know hold your thoughts on trisha paytas because i know she's very problematic at times she's very ignorant at times but <laughs> hold your hold your horses people 
So in this video, Trisha Paytas is confronting <laughs> David Dobrik and Jason Nash because they were going to do this prank where David made Seth Francis unknowingly kiss Jason. And in this video, as you guys watch, um, I found it on the account Deaf Noodles. Go follow them because they, they stay reporting on messy people. Some of your favorite YouTubers, might I add, but I digress. She's basically telling him, like, this is not okay. I don't think it's right because, one, he's my boyfriend and I don't want him kissing other people. Two, he shouldn't be kissing anyone without consent. And it's, she's basically saying, like, this is nonsense. This is ridiculous. Like, this is not okay. <laughs> and for some reason, David Dobrik is... I don't know. I don't watch him, so I don't know what kind of person he is. But in the video, he's like, you're crazy. To me, it's crazy that you care. It's crazy that you found this outrageous. Like, why do you care? Like, you're crazy. And to me, I know I still use that word at times. But people, that's not okay. That's like, you sound ignorant and you shouldn't call people crazy. Yeah. Um, But it, it frustrated me and it triggered me watching this because he's like I don't know if it's like a sexist thing or it's just he he doesn't see it mm -hmm. that way but he's like talking down at her for her not only expressing her yeah. concerns and stuff but overall this is what I mean by like you need to hold your favorite youtubers your vine stars your tick a vine vine is not on your thing what am I talking about um <laughs> you need to hold these people accountable like am I am I overreaching am I overreacting like how do you see this I don't think I don't think you're overreaching. I mean, yeah, Patricia Paytas is a lot of things. She's not the most reliable person, nor is she the most like she's not winning the Nobel person. Peace Prize. Yeah, like, she's, she's not the humanitarian exactly. award. Exactly. Like for her to make sense, like as I'm watching the video, for her to make sense to me, it's like, how does nobody else see that? And I think people are trying to be like, no, but that's like Trisha, like she's trash. So it's like David has a point. It's like you can acknowledge that she's trash and at the same time acknowledge that she's right in that video where she's saying that a she's not comfortable with her boyfriend her then boyfriend kissing somebody and b she's not comfortable with the the concept of the prank or whatever it is you know and i think david dobrik and a lot of guys i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but david dobrik seems like the type of guy to be like oh i'm such a nice guy like I'm such a nice, funny guy. Like, look at me, like, ha, ha, ha. Like, I give out Teslas and I give out money and I love my fans. And I'm I such think, a nice, funny guy. But, and I think that's but he's what really bothers like me the a most. That he, yes. he kind of justifies his his actions. Because I've seen YouTube videos where in the past, apparently he's, he uses the N-word and his fans and people oh who gosh. really love him are like, you know, mm -hmm. but but look at all the amazing things he's doing. It's like, yeah, that's great. That's great. Continue mm -hmm. to be a great person by giving out money and Teslas and whatnot. But like your actions here aren't justified if you're being a shit person you're being a shit person and the last thing i want to know mm -hmm. on that on this story is that apparently the guy seth um he he left la this is one of the main reasons why he left la and he's like i don't want to be surrounded by this like negativity basically and i'm out and he he left and people are mm -hmm. like see like you're a piece of shit you drove him out of la i think before I, before i move on to my shitty people story um I feel like you and I, and a lot of people can call us haters, they can call us bitter, but I feel like you and I can tell when someone, like the person has an ulterior motive. Do you get me? Like, so like, I feel like you and I have a good like BS radar or something. Here's the you thing. especially. Before you continue, like, here's the I thing. Before you continue on with that, I pride myself <laughs> on this. And this is not me being a judgmental <laughs> bitch. Like you guys, in all actuality, if you just break the fourth wall, if you just, I'm talking to you guys right now, listening. You guys know me. People who know me know that I'm a chill, outgoing. I'm a fucking social butterfly. I love laughing at people. I, bitch. <laughs> just kidding. Um, yeah, I like being around people. And 
as Portia once said, the wise woman that is Portia, in season seven, she to- she's talking to Claudia and she's telling her, you know what, Claudia, I have this gift of discernment. And with that, I'm able to basically read through people's bullshit. And I feel like that's what I have. Like, I have a good mm-hmm. way of seeing through people. And I feel like I see through his bullshit. David Dobrik is not a nice yeah. guy. I mean, I have a lot of feelings towards influencers and YouTubers and TikTokers. Like, yes, I think you and I are on the same page. Maybe y'all listening are like, mm, you guys are just haters. But I like, I guarantee I'm just waiting for the day that everyone else opens their eyes. Do you get me? Like, I'm not trying to be a hater, but it's like, I'm waiting for you guys to open your eyes exactly. for you guys to like, let him off this pedestal that you've put him on because he needs to come down. <laughs> it's like, you know, that expression where they say like, you're drinking their Kool-Aid, like everyone's drinking the Kool-Aid yes. and I'm drinking water. Bitch. Exactly. And just know he's never going to give you the Tesla because he only gives white girls the Tesla. So I just want you guys to know that. Okay. <laughs> so I want you guys to put that through your head. Okay. Thank you. So- <laughs> Moving on to sh- uh, shittier people. I feel like we really picked out a lot of shitty people. Stories. I mean, like, listen, people, you guys, guys listening, the, the people who are listening right now, they know that this is what it's all about. Our podcast is not called No BS for no fucking reason. We don't want the bullshit. And we're here to call those who give us the bullshit. <laughs> Moving on to shittier people or equally shitty people. We talked about how, you know, people use the excuse about, oh, I'm young. I'm still learning as like part of their apology tour or anything. So recently we didn't talk about this when it first came out because the movie just came out, but a couple months back, they did start talking about it. But this past weekend, Sia came out with a movie called music. um, And it's basically about Maddie Ziegler's character who's autistic and how she uses music to cope with autism. So there's been a lot of criticism about how Maddie Ziegler is playing someone who's autistic. Maddie Ziegler, as we both know, is not autistic. And a lot of people have said, Sia, you could have gotten anybody else. You could have gotten anybody with autism. You could have just not made the movie. Like, And then on top of that, I guess Sia worked with the group Autism Speaks. That is huge. Like it, uh, parents of children with autism, like they hate this group because Autism Speaks is like, they'll they'll just kind of like take your money and they won't help you basically. So a lot of people were, you know, shitting on Sia for that too. But basically Maddie Ziegler recently came out with a statement and mind you, this movie has been in production for, I don't know, a few years. And on top of that, the trailer came out a couple months ago and she was silent all the way to the premiere of the movie this past weekend. And she said, I've actually stayed out of all of it just because, you know, I'm 18 years old and it's a lot of pressure. I understand why people would want someone who's actually on the spectrum with autism to play this character. Um, In terms of the dance sequences, I think that's why Sia chose me to bring the dream world to life. It was all made with good intentions and with a good heart. I felt so much responsibility, but I felt I was capable. I knew going into this that people were going to love or hate it. And before I ask you on your opinion, I'm just gonna let you guys know Absolutely, it is not okay for Maddie, like for Sia, for Maddie Ziegler to even make any part of this movie without even consulting people with autism, people on the spectrum, or anything like that. I think this movie should not have been made. And I know a lot of people feel differently. They're like, no, but Sia consulted. It's like, no, she consulted the wrong people because she still made this insensitive movie. And a lot of people with 
autism and on the spectrum have spoken out about it. And if you don't have autism, if you're not on the spectrum, then I don't want to hear your fucking opinion. Do you get me? Like, I don't want to hear your opinion about how it's a good movie. Do you get me? Like, what's your what's your take? Yeah, on this? I feel like you have a lot to say <laughs> when it's when it's certain topics like this. Obviously, they're touchy for like a better term. And exactly. I don't know. I, I always like to think that people have, you know, good intention. I'd hope like I'd like mm-hmm. to think I'd hope. But yeah, I just want to be like, who is the producer? Who's the executive producer? Who's the writer for this? Mm-hmm. Like, who was on top of this? In whose right mind did they think that this was going to be OK? Like, exactly. First thing I, like when I first read this story, I, I was cringing because I was just like, why, mm-hmm. how, when, who, like, why would you think this would be like, I think she was trying Like, if I, if I put myself in her position. I feel like she was trying to be woke for lack of a better term. I think she was trying to mm-hmm. bring awareness and bring attention to autism and those of and people who are on the spectrum but it didn't clearly isn't translating well and for maddie to use the excuse of well i'm young well it's like no baby girl no exactly it's not right right there that's a wrong path girl wrong 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 road wrong road (laughs) wrong road I think um, there are rumors and people have said that, you know, Sia pushed Maddie to this role, like uh, that Maddie was insistent upon someone on the spectrum to play this role, but that Sia wanted her to do it. And to me, it's just like, okay, the blame falls on Sia about this whole movie, but Maddie should take responsibility. Like she should not just cop out and say, no, I was forced to, no, I was too young, no A, no B, you know, like she should take some accountability because girl at this point you're 18 you're you're old enough like maybe you weren't 18 when you made the movie but at least you did it and I guess the kicker also is that when a scene came out from the movie it leaked it depicted uh Maddie's character being restrained so the character on the spectrum was being restrained and I guess a lot of um professionals who work with uh people who have autism and are on the spectrum have said that restraining people with autism can cause suffocation and death so on top of that people are like so now you're making a movie that's like practicing this um totally bad like um way of like dealing with people on the spectrum like girl at least cut the scene out you know like so again you made this movie from point a to point z and in no point did somebody tell you that maybe this should not be made? Like, uh, I just, there's a lot of controversy. And I feel like it's just like, maybe I just should have stepped away. You're probably, yeah, like you said, she's probably trying to be woke about it or trying to be respectful about it. But it's like, obviously it's not translating. Yeah. I obviously feel like we're not at, getting the point. At one point, I don't know, her people around her, somebody must have, mm-hmm. I would hope, like somebody must have said, this is somebody not a good idea. Have. How do we stop this? And hopefully she learns from this and hopefully something like I can't say there's a silver lining but hopefully the silver lining is Mm -hmm. that she fucking thinks twice before doing shit come on now exactly T so then now my next story is oh gosh me just picking the shittiest people to talk about so my next story is all you bachelor fans I know we got some bachelor fans out there um if you guys don't know your homeboy Chris Harrison is not gonna be the host for next season why do you ask because um he was on Rachel Lindsay's podcast and if you guys don't know I know Luis doesn't know but Rachel Lindsay was the first black bachelorette 
and she has a podcast and she had Chris Harrison on and they talked about current contestant. Let me get her name right. Rachel Kirk Connell. And I guess she's, it's come to light that she's, you know, a bit of a racist. And um, Chris Harrison said on Rachel Lindsay's podcast, you know, first and foremost, I don't know exactly what's going on. I haven't talked to Rachel about it. We all need to have a little grace, a little understanding, a little compassion, a little compassion. Um, I have seen some stuff online, again, this judge, jury, executioner thing where people are just tearing this girl's life apart. And then he goes on to just say, continue to say that we need to have compassion for her. And he came out with a statement afterwards about how he completely undermined this country's history with racism and everything. And he completely understands like that his words have um, consequences and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, he was like totally apologetic. But then Rachel Lindsay, the host of the podcast, came out and said, um, you know what? He actually, after we ended the podcast, he was pretty chill about the whole thing. He was like, oh, like, I felt like we had a good conversation. He did not seem apologetic at all. So then that's when, you know, Bachelor Nation stars came out and they were like, we completely stand behind Rachel Lindsay. Like, I can't like, I can't believe she had to sit through this interview. So now it's come out. He came out with a statement and so did Bachelor um, and the Bachelorette production or ABC. They came out and just said that he's momentarily stepping down. I don't know if that means for a season, for two, but I don't know. What do you what do you think? Do you think that like he should just leave? Like, boy, count your blessings. Be glad was, no one's no one's coming for your head, bitch. I was gonna say, like, what does momentarily mean? Are you gonna be back in three years, exactly. four years? I mean, people can say, think what they want, but if we look at this as a whole picture, like if we look at the big picture, I mean this guy's like this guy shouldn't yeah. come back why are you why are you standing with the racist why are exactly. you defending this bitch like no when it like exactly use his words against him people need compassionate bitch if she lives her life <laughs> not being considerate and compassionate towards a certain group of people why the fuck should we feel sorry for this bitch no i don't give a fuck she can suck my mm-hmm. dick <laughs> i mean i'm not saying that the bachelor bachelorette nation is like like we have to look for them as role models but it's like bitch you're talking like why would you talk to a like you're just giving this uh uh this black woman more emotional labor that she needs to perform like bitch she does not give a fuck about hearing you say that you need to have compassion for a racist like shut the fuck like get off my podcast I would have been like but she was very professional and I think a lot of people were applauding her for that and I was like girl me too but I would have at least been like bye bitch because you gotta go but you know a lot of I'm hoping I don't watch the show but I'm hoping she doesn't win. I think I told Luis off air. She was, I guess, a fan favorite before this, or a lot of people were rooting for her to marry um, Matt, the bachelor. And now I'm like, ooh, imagine she does. Imagine she's the winner. Everybody, Which that show, everybody's gonna come I know I love, I know I love trash TV, but that show, I don't like, <laughs> so you're, you win because the person picks you and like, you're automatically in love. Like, I don't get it. Cause what is this? Like Basically. the span of the show takes like, how long are they filming for like how do you fall in love with someone for that time i want to say like 13 weeks what it's like 13 girls or 16 girls or maybe even bachelorette it's 16 guys so yeah 16 weeks four months but it's like a lot of the couples choose to just stay engaged for a long time and then they eventually break up but i will be honest more bachelorette couples have stayed together than bachelor couples so it's always like the women know how to pick them the men seems like they don't really know how to pick up yeah, first. 
Yikes. Mess, mess, So moving on. I know. Mess, mess. Moving on. Last week, this is my last story. But last week we talked about Britney Spears and her documentary. And this past week, a lot has happened. Justin Timberlake came out with an apology and nobody was for it. Again, we've been talking about a lot about apologies, about how people make excuses. So he basically came out with an apology for both Britney and Janet Jackson. And he said, I've seen the messages, tags, comments, and concerns, and I want to respond. I'm deeply sorry for the times in my life where my actions contributed to the problem, where I spoke out of turn or did not speak up for what was right. And then he goes on to say, I specifically want to apologize to Britney Spears and Janet Jackson, both individually because I care for and respect these women and I know I failed. I also feel compelled to respond in part because everyone involved deserves better and most importantly, because this is a larger conversation that I wholeheartedly want to be a part of and grow from. But he never specifies what he's sorry for. So he never specifies, yeah, I'm sorry to Britney because yeah, when we broke up, I completely slammed her in the media. I made her out to seem like a cheater. I made her out to seem like the villain. I made her out to seem like a whore. Yeah, I apologize to Janet Jackson for um, taking her top off during our 2004 Super Bowl performance and getting her banned from the NFL uh, halftime show. Uh, like he does it like it's like, okay, you you're sorry, but for what? And a lot of people called him out and said, yeah, you're 20 years too late, honey. Like this apology, like, you didn't know you were doing wrong when you did it in 2003, 2004. You didn't know you were wrong. Like, did someone have to like spell it out for you, you dumbass? And it's funny because he didn't just do this in 2003, 2004. It's been in recent years too that he's like, like when Britney was doing her Vegas residency, he was like, oh, I guess she's planning for retirement now. And it's like, again, dude, her Vegas residency was what, 2014? Like, that's not that long ago you're a grown man at that point. Like you're not a little teenage boy. Like you should know better. You fucking dumbass. I don't know. I was not for it. As I'm telling you, what do you think? Like, and what, uh, what as soon as you said, on? like him talking shit on her, her career, essentially. Um, exactly. Let's compare albums. Let's compare music. Let's compare fucking bank <laughs> accounts because from what I know, yeah, he has his songs here and there, but mm-hmm. Britney Spears is an icon. She's a pop princess, bitch. Know who you're talking exactly. about. And I guess in this in this situation, I don't want to say like it's for the people, you know, the viewers mm. to accept or whatever, like his apology. I think it's up to ultimately um, the people he's affected, which is Britney Spears and Janet Jackson. And if they're out here exactly. being like, you know what, fuck him. I don't give a shit. Then then, yeah, everyone have that same energy and be like, fuck him. We don't give a shit. Exactly. I don't know. I always think like, you know, it's all about people's intentions and look at their um look at their records like if if they've grown Mm -hmm. as people then clearly like if they've changed then then yeah good for them but uh exactly i don't know i don't know how how to feel about his apology like i don't know i I mean he should be like i thank you Brittany, for making my solo career the way that it is because because of you because i slammed you in my music video cry cry me a river I was able to have a successful solo career. So thank you, Brittany. I should donate this much money to you. (laughs) I mean, I think it's funny that he called her a cheater. And then later on, he's cheated. I don't know if you know this. He's cheated on his current wife, Jessica Biel, like three times. He's it's been in the press. It's which people people love. And I don't know, to each own people love to be like, why is he with her? I mean, why is she with him? Like, why is she with him? But I mean, yeah, in the eye of the beholder, you teach their own, <laughs> teach their own. So then 
not only did he apologize, but Perez Hilton has also come out with an apology for, you know, slandering Britney Spears in his blog, which we all know, PerezHilton.com. Basically, you know, these are just some of the headlines that he's fucking had. One that I'm reading right now on the New York Post is when Heath Ledger passed away, he headlined his blog post, Why Couldn't It Be Britney? when Heath Ledger passed away. So that's just one, like right there, that's all that I can say. So someone tweeted, Perez Hilton commenting on the Britney situation is wholly inappropriate when he was the fr- the frothing cheerleader in chief. And um, someone else said, once we free Britney, we must imprison Perez Hilton. And oh, I was like, yes. no. <laughs> and let's, let's just put this out there. I'm Since, you know, we're the first people to call out people, call out these people, these celebrities and whatnot. <laughs> I'll call myself out yeah. for a second. I was talking to Daniela off air and I was telling her that I too have made ignorant comments. Yes, we've all been made stupid jokes. Since you guys are not watching this right now, um, I recently cut my hair yesterday. Um, and yeah. in the past, I've made jokes where I'm like, oh, oop, I'm pulling a Britney. I'm having a Britney Spears moment. I'm cutting and shaving my hair. Like that's looking yeah. back now, that's not okay. And I will do better as a person and not make those insensitive, terrible jokes. Like, and that's my my point being that people just need to learn from the yeah. mistakes and do better. Like if we have these same celebrities, specifically men, these male celebrity figures talking shit, running their mouths, throwing mm-hmm. a little what they think is shade, and it's not okay. People need mm-hmm. to hold them accountable. Bottom line, hold them accountable. Exactly. I mean, I hope Perez Hilton sticks to his word. Maybe he should think about a little bit more about what he writes about people. Cause I mean, he's written about Demi Lovato. He's written about Selena Gomez. It's like, and he's oh, it's always the female celebrities that he kind of comes after. So maybe he'll think a little twice. Like, cause I mean, there's a difference between journalists and then there's Perez Hilton, who's just a fucking hater. So um, oh. hopefully he sticks to his words, but basically <laughs> I know. Oh no, that's, um, that was a jab at you, Perez Hilton, PerezHilton.com. Please don't come for me. They're gonna be like Daniela, stupid bitch. <laughs> but that's basically all I have. Um, I feel like we've been very negative. Maybe like like last week. Maybe we should end on a positive note, right? Are we being negative or are we just reporting what's happening in the world? Listen, people, you guys are probably like talk about something positive, but it's hard to talk about something exactly. positive when that's what we're seeing in the world right now. Negative bullshit. But like you said, let's end on a happy positive note. Why don't you start off and then I'll go. Okay. Well, a happy positive note is you guys, I watched To All the Boys, Always and Forever, the last installment of To All the Boys I've Loved Before trilogy. And I cried, I laughed, and I am Team Laura Jean. Luis is probably, Luis, have you fucking watched those movies? I'm I was going to say, I'm like talking about it, and you're like, what? I think, isn't that like a 20 part <laughs> show, 20 part movie where it consists of like 20 different storylines? I've yet to see it, and I'm probably not going to see it. It's three movies. It's based on Lara Jean and her letters that she wrote to five boys. And one boy, Peter Kavinsky, becomes her boyfriend. Okay. They fake date and then they get together. Okay. But anyways, the last movie came out this past weekend. And can I just tell you guys, I loved it. If you guys watched it, please tell me you watched it because I need to talk about it with people who actually know. Luis is... You guys can't see this, but Luis is fucking confused. Luis is like, who the fuck is she talking about? What the fuck is she talking about? You need to watch it, Luis, because they're cute movies. I mean, they're a little cringy. They're a little cheesy, but they're cute. And you're going to root for her. You're not going to gonna root for the boys. Fuck the boys. They're stupid. But you're going to root for her. Okay? You're going to be like, yes, Lara Jean, go to college. Yes, Lara Jean, 
um, kiss that boy. Yes, Laura Jean. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it my homework Go assignment. <laughs> I'm going to make it my homework assignment to watch. What's the first one? I'll watch like the start of it all. The first one is To All the Boys I Loved Before. So I'm going to go and ahead. That, that one's my that. favorite one. And I'll give you guys my review yeah. next episode. And hopefully okay. I feel as strongly as Daniela does because clearly she loves this um, <laughs> movie. Yes, I'm single, but I love love. I'm such a fucking like, I'm a bitter bitch. But like when it comes to love, I'm like, oh, like that's so cute. I love romantic comedies. Yeah, I'm the same way. Wait, I'm what? like, yeah, um, I'm single as fuck. So ladies, um, sign the DMs because I'm shooting them. But when I it comes to love, I'm like, I love love. I like seeing people that I know get married and have kids and just mm-hmm. you know thrive when it comes to their relationships. You get that dick, you get that pussy. Love that for you guys. Um, as far no. as as far as my positive or as far as me ending on a positive note, um, I'm not gonna say what, but I'm pretty sure you guys can assume. I recently applied for one of my favorite TV shows and the casting team as of today is currently going through the audition tapes and I just need you guys to pray for me. I need you guys to send positive energy. Um, I, showed my, I showed my my casting tape to my siblings and they fucking loved it and I posted it on Reddit, but then I took it down because they were like, they don't want you showing people because they don't like people knowing each other before you get in the house. Oh, tea. So I was okay. like, ooh, ooh, skirt. I deleted True. it, but um yeah i'm super hopeful um keep me in your prayers and let's 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 wait you guys might be seeing Luis on your on your screen this summer that's exciting okay and then i'm gonna do podcast episodes all by myself talking about Luis. <laughs> yikes you're gonna be uh, reviewing all the dumb shit that i'm saying and then you're gonna be telling me out and be like oh he said this problematic so Luis. <laughs> Luis recently came out with a statement about he sent me this from he sent me this from wherever the fuck he is he said I'm sorry I'm young but I'm still learning exactly exactly but yeah on that we talked a lot of shit but (laughs) but what's new um you call it this is my this is gonna be my tagline if I'm ever on a housewife show you say I like to talk shit but I just say I'm stating the facts um and with that thank you guys for listening (laughs) to the no bs podcast with Luis and Daniela make sure to follow us on all of our social media um wear your mask be safe wear a condom and we'll catch you guys in the next episode (laughs) bye bye